Welcome to another book club episode. Not sure if this is part of my central or stuck in the middle or combination of both, but welcome um, to the platform. If this is your first time, hit that subscribe button at the bottom for weekly or probably monthly notifications on our book club episodes. Um, shout out to all those who have been able to listen or watch um, the previous ones that we've done. And for those who have actually contributed, you know, somehow, some way, either um, commenting or actually get engaged, you know, engage us in conversations about um, what we're recording here. Um, follow us on all platforms, social platforms at SITM Podcast or PWC Cast, and on all streaming platforms at SITM Podcast or Palm Wine Central Podcast. Um, again, for weekly notifications or monthly notifications for book clubs and then um, for other, you know, podcast episodes weekly. Yeah. Um, no further ado, man. Welcome, um, the ladies, the book club panel. I'll let each and every one of them introduce themselves real quick, beginning with Therese. Hello, hello. Back at it again. Um, I'm excited for this one. You said my name already, so thank you. Hi, everyone. <laughs> my name. Hi, everyone. Back again. And looking forward to an exciting discussion, I would say. Yeah, Barbara. Hi, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Hold on, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> that should tell you how excited I am for the weekend to come. I'm excited about the book. I cannot wait to dig in into the different characters. See, this is about to be a fun book club today. No. Can you tell? <laughs> Hold on. Let's introduce Nora. Nora, please, sorry. Introduce yourself a bit. Let's go. Hi, everybody. It is Nora here. I'm excited for this book. I just finished it a little over 90 minutes ago. So I'm fresh. Don't worry. <laughs> it makes, that makes two of us. But... Uh, <laughs> 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 that that's means, cheating that's cheating <laughs> no it's not i mean it's just it's just stretching it out you know what i mean it's stretching out your reading so on that day at least you recall everything that you might have read you know what i mean wow that's why we're calling you there no just, <laughs> just an excuse for today <laughs> just an excuse for today you know um but i go by uncle ak uh and welcome everybody again to our book club today we'll be talking about what book are we even talking about today again um, Teresa, Beck, help, help, help me. Help. Can I find my notes? So please. We help. are talking about the secret lives of Baba Shaggy's wives. By Lord, I forgot her name. Lola something something. Lola. Lola. Uh -huh. I went mas I, I went in a, in a you know I went and asked Google to pronounce her name for me, and they pronounced it, and I kept memorizing it throughout the day, and I still sat here and managed to forget but it. <laughs> I was going to say, so what did Google tell you? But yeah, I forgot. No, Sean and me. Something like that. Okay. okay. But sorry, T, continue. Sorry, T, continue. Yeah, that's the title. Um, I mean, I guess we can dive into a breakdown of the characters in the book. Now, just um, give us a brief summary of the book. You know what I mean? Where is it taking place? Okay. Things like that. Um, well, the book setting is in nigeria it's about a polygamous family a man four wives and multiple kids um it just runs us uh on what their family is about 
um, values, everyday life, struggles, secrets, mystery. Um, and at the end, I think devotion, I guess. So um, that's what's going on in this book. It, it's a, it has a lot of layers, so uh, strap on. <laughs> Get your seatbelt on. It's a bumpy ride. Yes. So. <laughs> Listen, I'll take a picture of uh, the family tree I'm put here on the screen, you know, for everybody to see. And as we speak, you know what I mean? You can refer to your mental, you know, that mental picture of, you know, the family tree to kind of align yourself, you know, with the conversation. I don't want to go down, you know, that rabbit hole of introducing each and every one of, you know, each and every character because I feel like our emotions would just go wild and we might go down a rabbit hole without really even knowing that we're in a rabbit hole. So I'd like for us to do it this way. For each and every one of us, what surprised us the most about the characters, both um, individually and, you know, in their interaction with each other? What surprised you the most? Like you could pick one or two and you could say from that perspective and then if somebody picked somebody that you were going to say, well, sorry. <laughs> you try the other one. So, um, Mane, mind kicking us off, please. Putting me on the spot. Okay, who would I go with? Hmm. I would say, but, but, how do you say, the last wife? How do you say her name? Bolali. Bola, yeah. Um, I would say I admire her strength and courage given all that she went through from, you know, being raped and then the abortion, and then dealing with, you know, the household she grew up in, and ending up choosing to be a fourth wife. And despite all that went on in that house, she, she still stayed there, even when she was being accused of trying to um, kill her husband. But I, I do applaud her for living in the end, because I was like, please don't tell me you're going to stay. So yeah, her character actually took me through like a, a roller coaster of emotions. And um, I actually finished the last, the driver section revealing, you know, um, Iyasegi's keys and all. I just finished this morning. Like, so it's, yeah, her character kind of like, you know, it took me through all of those ways. Yeah. Barbara, which one tickled you? Ah, uh, all of them tickled me. <laughs> this book is all every single character. It's just I fell in love with everybody. But Baba Shigi, <laughs> he, I guess, what he is in this day and age because this book was written, I think, a couple of years back. But he's, if I say, embodiment of what the African culture is about for the listeners from Africans. He's the headstone of what we describe patriarchy. I cannot be pronounced. I'm so sorry. <laughs> in Africa, but in terms of this book, as we, I mean, as we break down each character, you're gonna see at the end he had four wives, right? But the wife that he chose, the one that he wanted, was actually Bonali. Everybody else was given to him. He didn't want them. Iyashegi was just there. Iyasemi. Pretty much offered herself for the father. Iyatope uh, was sold to him. The person that he wanted was Bondali at the end. And he broke his heart. And the one that he tormented, he was doing 
all the shakara he was doing to Dabu for his reason is because this man was in love with his wife and he was trying to find a solution. Went about it the wrong way, but at the end, he loved and he respected Bolale when Bolale said she was going to leave and he said, okay, and he said to show intention is because all of, all of these women, the one that I wanted, the one that I chose was Bolale. That's the one thing that surprised me about him. And then I'll, as we go to the books, we're going to talk about but I Iyashegi, there's the fact that she was a lesbian that the mission broke. And then Iyashegi, the way she was evil, I don't understand. But anyway, as we break down to the book, I'm going to dive more in. But yes, Babashegi, out of everybody, is the one that. I'm like, okay. I mean, he's not bad at all. At the end, he's, he's not a bad person. He just had a very particular way. Well, how he handled things and i'll blame it on education but yeah okay 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 nora um i think all of the wives were really interesting to me in how they became his wife because obviously when we go back to many years ago wives were pretty much you know they got women got married because they they couldn't get jobs they couldn't really do things so they ended up you know getting married because that was kind of the way society is and obviously we've advanced today um but it was interesting in this book to see how every single girl ended up being his wife even the bonale who ended up being with baba shegi she she wasn't in a great place in her life that's why she ended up saying okay this man is has made advances towards me and i'm just in a fog so i will go along with it so I really just like the fact that it tells you exactly what state of mind you had to be. And obviously, like, Iatope, who was, like, her father was a customer farmer. He couldn't give the crop, so she was, you know, the she was the prize for that year. But obviously, there's a reason why um, all these women ended up with the man. Um, so that was just a really interesting thing for me to see that years have passed. But at the end of the day, if if a woman was educated, she had her own job, she was in a good state of mind, chances are she would have gone a different route than Baba Shedi. So it's interesting for me to really think about all the different reasons why they ended up being multiple wives in this man's house. See, what you think? I'll go with Iyashegi, the first wife. That, I admire that woman. She is a ringleader. She she orchestrated the whole house, the entire family. She was in control. And she did not look like she ran things in the house, but she did. Right up until finding out that even her husband's money, she had a hand in it. And I was like, yeah, Shaggy, teach me your ways because... I'm not gonna like she. I feel like even despite everything she did, I feel like Iyashegi tapped into her feminine energy big time. Cause she, and in all that, she was still very respectful, but she knew what to do, how to press the buttons, and how to lean. I find myself, I found myself admiring her and wanting to be like her. In, in a lot of ways. <laughs> but yeah. Yashegi. Yashegi now my guy. <laughs> I got to give it to the wise guy. Is it wise man or whichever? 
the one um teacher yeah teacher the yeah. teacher yes i gotta give it to him because it's like he has this this wisdom you know that every time you know the dude goes to him when Babashiki goes to him he has a way of you know addressing him whether he's hot or cold he can read the room and find a way of you know approaching it be it whether it's a moment to not overshare or it's a moment to hold back like he knew exactly you know the right thing to do so for me that was you know really kind of impressive and then the fact that you know he could actually appeal to you know a lot of different people not just you know Babashiki and him actually listening to him too that kind of like was like yeah pretty cool pretty cool but um since we've discussed a little bit about the characters you know I feel like you know we could dive in a little bit Nara mentioned something about uh oh wait no it was Barbara was mentioning something about you know the patriarchal world and then you know Nora mentioned something about feminism or you know education I believe so um how does the book explore the theme of feminism um within the confines of tradition you know patriarchal settings did any of the characters journey resonate with you in terms of you know um feminist ideals i don't think there was a lot of modern feminism in in the book amongst the wives right because um all of them especially uh, um Iyashigi, she was a big businesswoman, had multiple chains of, of, of stores, but yet she was still submissive to her husband. To You know, she, they all did things at the end of the day, pleasing their, their husband, fight, you know, fighting for his attention, his approval and all that. So I don't think there was a lot of like feminism in there. Um, they could have been independent because some of them made money, but they weren't for some reason. I just think there's no feminism, like modern feminism in that. But I would say at that time, I think given maybe say a couple, a few years back, I would say they fit the bill of what a woman's role in a traditional home is. I think they fit that bill very well in that aspect to me. So, and what was the second part of the question? Um, was did any part of, did any characters um journey resonate with you in terms of feminist ideals? Yeah, no, that's where my answer ends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, actually, I kind of like going the same route with you, right? Because I don't think the book was very heavy on feminism for that say the women were feminine what they define as being feminine especially Iyashegi. she had a way to seduce her husband no seduce but coax the man to give her what she wanted it's one of those things when they say you hear nowadays they say use your feminism to get what you want she used what she had to get what she wanted was she a businesswoman? yeah she ran but Iyashegi's businesses were started from Iyashegi's back because her mother took the money she saved I gave it to Baba Shigi, that's how he started his businesses. So, see, Larry, that's why the man trusted her with her with the money, like her run the entire thing, came to her. Whenever he had um, questions, I think, advising, then he would talk to her about a lot of things because she was the person, she ran the house. But still, 
she is what they define as well in the olden days she was submissive to her husband she she understood her role as a wife she made him think he ran things but she ran things which is how <laughs> technically it should be like i'm just gonna give you that opportunity so it really did not per se focus on feminism it was just how it was heavy on the african culture because for we are all africans here and we know in our culture men are allowed to marry one two three four wives that's just how things are or back in the day you were it, it, it was just that was just the culture and so i think the book somehow explored that aspect of things and brought light to a lot of the things that happened as in the houses when you have um it's not it's a divided home i guess because it's like you have wife one wife two wife three wife four and how they all cohabited in one under one room and how he shared his time so it really did not i didn't see feminism in the book but i just saw women being feminine and being submissive okay. to their husbands okay the African me, all right let me ask this then to um nora Bane. right um uh, i'm guessing since he didn't lean heavily on feminism then he leaned heavily on mask on you know on masculinity right so um how did this book address issues of masculinity especially through the character of Baba Shaggy, in your in your view, as you read the book. I would say, like, as far as Baba Shaggy, he was just a man who, I think he cared about family a lot. He mentioned family time, like the one time he told Bolale after they came from the doctor, like, wherever you want to go, I don't care, but make sure you're home for family time. So I feel like he was a man who really cared about his family as a whole. Obviously, making children for him was something that was important. Every man wants, you know, their name to continue, their legacy to continue. So to him, it was like, oh, yes, I conquered them, but I also have children. So that, that's something that he really, really cared about. And also, I think that that's really what just broke his heart in the end when he found out that the children weren't his. And although teacher, he had listened to teacher on multiple occasions, you know, when teacher told him how to, how yeah, Shaggy should go get pregnant and then teacher was the one who recommended that he go to the hospital for Bolale but at the end teacher was like you need to kick all of them out but you know he's a man who I think appreciated family and that's why he was like I won't force you guys to be here if you don't want to because I think in his heart he really loved them and he he loved his children so I think his masculinity that was there but at the end of the day he was like a family man like, I think he was a real family man who loved his family with all his heart. That was really important to him. Yeah. And I, I agree with that because um, as I was reading the different stories, because my dad's dad had five wives. So, and the way, yeah, and the way that he got his wives, some of them were similar to the way that Baba um, Shaggy got his wives. Like, you know, back in the day, if um, a well-to-do man, if you, if, if you did something for a well-to-do man or you were supposed to give him something but you didn't have the thing and then you had a girl child at home and back then school wasn't a girl child thing so it was almost like a treat, treat by battle it was like okay i can't pay you for this but i can give you my daughter because they believed that this man would be able to take care of their daughter as opposed to someone the other they didn't know so in that patriarchal aspect, um, 
men tend to own the women and they um i wouldn't say control per se but they are under the man's control so if the man says that um xyz day is your day you have no choice than to say yes because you really can't say no because if you say no then you don't get a day at all so in in that aspect or in that culture um it was a man's world the world kind of revolved around a man but you would be told it really revolves around a woman given how the story ended mm. we repeat that last part again <laughs> So, you know how they say it's a man's world because, mm-hmm. yeah, even even today, right? The man, even though things have kind of flipped, the man is usually the one who proposes. You know, the man will go ask for the woman's hand in marriage, and so it 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 appears to be that it's the man that is in control. It's the man's world, but if you really look into it, it's really the women who are in control. Look at um, yes, again. She pretty much had her husband around her pinky, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, she was the mastermind of all these children. And if Bali hadn't arrived, it would have literally gone on until the day this man died and him not knowing that those were not his children. So, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, I, I really felt, love I felt with, uh, with him, though. I, I, I really felt that. And with the way, I don't know how the audiobook sounds. But the way oh. that the book sounded like when she revealed the information, it's almost like she revealed it without any remorse. Like she didn't contemplate it. She just like let it all out. I, mean, I think she was waiting for a moment. Like I think she was exactly. she was waiting for a moment. And, and I think with her daughter, like I think what happened with her daughter, she just knew that she had, they had reached a breaking point. Her plan didn't work and she was at this place. So she already knew going in that something the something is going to happen in this moment so i think she was just ready to let everything go yeah cuz i was just like whoa okay just along those lines right just along those lines um you know secrecy plays a crucial role in you know in this novel um mm-hmm. how do secrets both empower and entrap the characters in this book in your opinion mm, that's a hard question i don't know about empower but it entraps you because You keep wondering when it's going to come out and how it's going to come out. Mm. I mean, that's, that's Let me finish the last part of that question, right? The last part of that question is, can you keep a secret to be a form of rebellion or resistance in this context? Mm. Absolutely. I think that almost all of these women had a reason for why. Ia Shegi, they took her money for her to get married. Her goal was one day I'm going to gather all of my money and go back and build that house that they said I couldn't build. So yeah. money was her her literally money was her husband. It wasn't even really her husband. It was her husband was money. She had her secret in her heart. She knew what her end goal was. Yeah, Femi's end goal was I'm going to go rub it in grandmother's face that these are the children and they came from your son. and I'm going to be this big person. She was rubbing cream because she knew that light was bright and that was like all of them had their secret desires and that was their reason for staying in Baba Shegi's house for as long as they did. At the end of the day, it wasn't out of love. Like we know that all of them had their secrets and the reasons why they were doing everything every single day. Bonnie was just like in a in a place in her heart where she was like I'll choose this man 
okay right now i guess and i think she was genuine too you know she wanted to give him children like that was in in her heart i i think she wasn't malicious in any type of way but you know at the end of the day she was just like i'm right now where i am what has happened in my past you like me i i don't really know what's going on next so i'll just follow you so yeah all of them really had had their secrets that kept them going I mean, there was one secret. I don't know something. I don't know if he's being rebellious, but because they all so here's the thing: they all knew Bonale wanted to have kids, but she couldn't have kids, right? That was the reason. Iyashegi, yeah, all of them knew the secret to get into Babashegi's good graces, but somehow they refused to tell Bonale. So in that sense, I don't know. Is this? I don't know. I don't know define it as being rebellious or. As an oppression because it's like they know it but it did, at, at the end he actually did say oh she knew the secret to get baba shaggy happy or to give bonale what she wanted but she intentionally withheld um that information and it was to put i don't know if she said if i'm going to punish bonale or whatever her reason was for not Part. They didn't like the fact that she was coming in there trying to teach them things. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it's mostly jealousy. Um, it was jealousy. They should. They would have looped Bonlali in, but I think they were jealous because she is the one wife that Baba Shegi went out and got himself. Yes. So they knew that there was something. There was a special bond between Bonlali and Baba Shegi. And if Bonlale brings a child into this home, it's over for everybody else. They knew that. And so they would do they they literally used everything in their power to try to stop that. And they knew that she wasn't gonna get pregnant by Babashigi at all. So they weren't stressed about that part. They just needed her gone. Because he still loved her and showed her so much preferential treatment in spite of not having kids which was unlike Baba Shegi because he really lived just for the kids and so that that was just that stirred up a lot of jealousy among the wives that they were like yeah she gotta go everything else was just extra so because of that it just kind of I think it was like a snowball effect and so they just hated everything this lady did and it was just like we gotta get her out <laughs> otherwise there would be no room enough for us because like you said uh, like you said earlier it was each wife had a day and he was doubling down with bolali and everybody was like what is this so i think it was a lot of jealousy it's why <laughs> sunday whoever behaved nicely for the for the for the matter we get sunday what kind of wild is that that's <laughs> It was like, I call it two. Okay, so Ia Shegi is the first wife. Ia Sebi is the second. Ia Tope is the third. Bolale was the fourth, right? Ia Tope is the second. Okay, so Ia Shegi, Ia Tope, and then Femi. Ia Femi, and then Bolale. Mm -hmm. So I think Ia Shegi was the, was it Sunday or Monday? The way before Bolale came, somebody was Monday. Yeah, she was two days. Yeah. Two days. So, and then he stopped on Thursday. And then he re <laughs> reset. reset. Yeah. yeah. And so this probably came because when they said when uh, Bolali came, he shot somebody's day. And yeah. the family was pissed because she used to be the favorite. She used to get the extra day. 
mm-hmm. and then you get an extra day when someone else on that period. Like if someone else, is, someone else, <laughs> somebody else gets that extra day. This, in fact, I don't know how these women did it. <laughs> that sounds very stressful. So, besides, there was jealousy, but there was just a lot of little things that these women he offended me. That woman is deliverance. That particular and, and the part where she just used God. Oh, you know, that bastard! Like I could uh, not. Like sometimes yeah. I would flip past her section. I'm like, okay, take me to the next quiz, and I'll go read. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand. So I have to go back. And... Yeah, she was emotionally exhausted. He he offended plans revenge on the family mm-hmm. for so long that she went back and burnt down her father's house. Because at least she wasn't it. a murderer. That's a good thing. At least she wasn't a murderer. So we're happy about that. <laughs> well, well, she is. So she is. She a is a murderer. She is. Because she she and... killed. She killed. Yes. Yeah. But was the plan to kill kill her though, or to just poison her? Poison the, the her. Thing, it was yeah, to poison. No, never mind. Yeah, she's a murderer. Okay. Yeah, it was to put one or two drops, but she put the entire bottle. That was the instruction they gave her put one or two drops, the goal was to get her to have diarrhea, mm-hmm. paralyze her stomach and send her out. So she realized and I'll come back. But yeah, Femi is a wicked person and she's in God and so she pots the entire bottle. Mm. Oh, very much snake. But we'll get to that part. You know what? <clears throat> I mean, what's intriguing? What's intriguing, especially with the um, timetable, right? The sexual timetable is... It's not sexual yeah. timetable. That's what it is, you know. What I mean, like, I was confused because I just could not believe that. I want, you know, one end of it, they're complaining about, you know, his tactics, how he goes about it. And then on the other side, they're complaining about not having enough time. Right. And I'm like, if you complain about, how he's going to bother the pain and everything. Shouldn't you be relieved that at least he's not? I thought I was the only one that was bothered about that. I mean, they always talk about how he has a big bowler, you know? Hold like, on. Wait, wait, wait. But the pain was in the beginning. They said in the beginning. They did not complain after. They said at, at first. No, no, no. Hold on. He... It's even worse. It's worse because at this point, they're there laying there numb as hell. They're not in that moment. So... What's the point? They just want their husbands, okay? <laughs> because Yatope clearly says that whenever Baba Shegi mounts her, she thinks about Tunde. She Tunde, clearly yes. said it. <laughs> yeah. That's exact. I'm not exaggerating. It's in the book. She said yeah. when he mounts, she thinks about Tunde. That's wild. That's, that's it. So, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And wait, let me ask this. Kind of led us to, you know, you guys were speaking a little bit about it, but let's elaborate on it a little bit. Did you find yourself judging any of these characters, you know, in the book? I mean, you probably judged everybody, but <laughs> who did you judge the most? You know what I mean? Who did you just boast in this Femi. book? Hey, Femi. Why? It was Femi. She was using the Lord's name in vain. She should have just been evil and be evil. And now right. spin it around like that. That's always that's always bad. 
yeah that, that that got me also if you're evil just be evil don't don't mm. don't say god says they did they should get deliverance because of x y and z or yeah it was it was bad yeah. who was the person who went to the tailor and messed up everybody's christmas clothes Femi. it was me evil was evil Man, that was terrible <laughs> It was really like the third wife I mean that evil. I'm like, yeah. no, there were two people before you. But honestly, she had I I mean she was I felt bad for her small, only small idea. I honestly wish she really did. I honestly wish it was one of her kids who ate that food. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for her to to, to rip the rip the what you uh, call it? The feel that she put up because yeah. Her evil was on too many levels. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, I was judging her. That's the person I was judging the most. <laughs> no, Femi, Femi was bad. They called Bashi crazy. Yeah. She was crazy. But you know the kind of crazy the ones that be looking at you that smiling. They look very normal. But she was messed up in the head. <laughs> Babs, it's it's Ia Femi. Femi was her son. So yeah, Ia Femi is Ia mother Femi. of whoever. Mother yeah. of Femi. Yeah. As, and it was her son that actually liked Bonali, right? Femi. No, yeah, her son was the son. Oh, it, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Oh, the first son. wife's son, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Her son was the one that was lazy and didn't want to do his homework and would just be just as rude as yeah. <laughs> I think the other person that I judged out of Ia Femi that she annoyed me was Ia Tope. When the the the, let me call him. Sorry, I don't want to use a profound N word. But when the side piece dumped her and she went into depression, I was very. It was very. It was annoying. It was. It was paining me. It was. I was very annoyed by the matter. Got into depression until she left her children and yeah, she was complaining about it. I wanted to slap her through that book. It pains me. I was very annoyed. I was like, she what is wrong with that part pissed me off. Ah. After it's like, yeah, Shaggy, I think was the only person that I had a bonali that I had respect for. But everybody has a judge from bad, and then Baba Shaggy too she was very illiterate. But that's the difference. Yeah, when that guy went to the hospital, and the doctor told him to go um, give some semen sample, and then he and then you know described that part was so funny. That was a very interesting scene. <laughs> but Ma was uh he had he had PTSD after that. Yeah, he was like, This is this is not natural. This I don't know. Yeah, I don't blame him. But in African culture, like just let's think about the times when this was written, the time this book was written. It was unnatural for him. You can understand why he found that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Why That's he found that people just do it. Just yes, do it. <laughs> he said very in his head. He said he felt like he was belittled, which he can understand. Like he's like, I'm this macho man. I'm not supposed to actually be able to control right. Yeah, that's what he said. But I go into this room and I see one thing, and my thing just like he was. Yeah, I don't blame him at all. So those are reason. <laughs> man, who else pissed you guys off, man? Mm. Yeah, Shaggy's mother. I need to find that woman and beat the brakes off her because 
she shattered her daughter's dreams. She literally did. Um, Yashegi, she worked hard for her money. She did. And for her to steal that money and constantly pouring negativity into her and telling her, Oh, you're going to have all this money. No man is going to want you. A man, no man wants a successful woman. No man wants this. And constantly telling her about, oh, her father was a failure. You know, all these things. Meanwhile, secretly, she was wishing for her to have a happy home, which is something I don't get. But I guess trauma has its own way of working. But for her to steal her daughter's money and give it to her friend, for the friend to give to her broke son, for the broke son to come and marry the woman who made that money. I would never have forgiven a person like that. I need to find that mama and cut maybe her right ear off. But I digress. That was that just... just makes you have respect for the EHAD because after all of that happened, you know, she had her goal, but at the end of the day, it's not like she ever told Baba Shegi that, oh, this was my money. You know, she just did her wifely duties. So you have to give her props. You have to give give her yeah, props. She, she never, and that's where I think in spite of everything, she earned my respect. Not mm -hmm. a single day did she ever stand and tell the man that all the money you have is mine it's from yeah. me like you were broke i i literally gave the the money you came to marry me was mine she never mm -hmm. mentioned she never raised any issues because i feel like because she understood where her power was which was in her feminine energy and where i just completely fell in love with her was where she said men are like yam cut them how you like listen i was like yeah shaggy that's bass right there you're dropping bass i was you know she understood how to make the situation work for her and for that i have utmost respect for her character see yeah. to, that, to that point right you know as you mentioned this was like written in the past Mm -hmm. Do you feel as though that statement is true today? The men are like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. Explain. Um, Elaborate more on it. Because, so, I feel, to me, I feel like the feminine energy, right, is, is very different from what a masculine energy would be, right? Just based on nature. And I think when we as women push against that feminine nature, that's where we struggle with relating to the opposite sex. And if you find that pressure point for yourself and lean into it, you're unstoppable, pretty much. There are a lot of women out there and sometimes you don't even have to be the best person in the world, to be honest with you. You don't even have to have the best morals. But a woman who has tapped into that feminine energy, you can tell she commands a room. She commands presence. She literally can get anything she wants. And that's, that's how we, I feel like that's how we win as women when we do that. But I don't know, I guess modern feminism is a lot pulling us out of that. Like, for example, like, you're not going into a shouting contest with a man even if you're even right. if you're right 
that's not how you win that fight. You know, you don't go tit for tat. You're not, you're not fighting with a man by matching his energy. And, and Yashegi clearly shows us that. That's not how you win as a woman. You know, you have mm -hmm. your own superpower pretty much that you can lean into. And you can really have a man wrapped around your finger. Yeah. The, what the, was it she called? Baba Shaggy? My lord. My, My lord. lord. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as Baba Shaggy steps into the house, this woman is a completely different yeah, person. She is yes. like, my lord is here. The food, she's taking off mm -hmm. his agwada. She's taking off his shoes. She, mm -hmm. And you would not believe this is a woman whose money, this whole family is literally built on this woman's wealth. Mm -hmm. But she never, ever said a word. And I think it's because of that respect and order that she really wanted to give her husband everything that he wanted that she stepped out to get pregnant for somebody else and then taught the other wives the same thing just so that baba shegi was unfortunately very oblivious but she did all that just to make sure that he had everything that he could possibly want mm -hmm. that right i don't see i don't see anything more feminine than that did you say respect hmm? did you say respect what do you mean? No, I didn't she say did. respect. You, I said she gave F to everything. Did I say respect? I think I heard something about, you know, the respect she has for him to step out the crib and even bring the other women. No, no, no. I said it was the love, like love for wanting to give him everything he wanted. Now, did she go about it the right way? Absolutely not. But there's no denying the fact that that was clearly her intentions. No. How is it her intentions? How is that so bad's intention? Being because good? Baba Shaggy wanted children and he could not get her pregnant. So instead of hurting his ego, and obviously nobody would have even blamed him, they would have blamed her. So mm -hmm. to save her husband's face, she stepped out the first time and she realized that, okay, it's her husband that has the problem. Again, at that time, nobody would believe. If not for Bon Lanle, this man would have never believed that he had a problem. They would have still blamed her. She went a second and a third time just to save her husband's face. Now, it was the wrong method, but her intentions were very clear. She was trying to protect her husband. She just did it the wrong way. Protect? Safe <laughs> Those are the words we're using here. Yes. Yes. I still say that. Yeah. How about the Sometimes truth? How about the truth? Right. How about the truth? You just tell the person that, yo, the reason why I'm not able to, you know, carry kids is because you cannot give me one and then go from there. If you decide okay, that because wait, wait, in wait, that wait. setting, women in that setting where that was made, women are always the problem when there is no child in the yeah. even nowadays. Even nowadays. Even now, yes, initial it's nobody ever thinks this man has low sperm count even, even the, the sex of a child you know it's the, the woman's fault exactly but they always blame the woman for not giving the man a son but the man determines the sex of the child yeah. to this day I, so Nikki, i have a question why do you think he was being she was disrespectful to that man because you mentioned respect and what was the other thing you mentioned um, the thing is this right. It was not truthful. 
if if you're going to step out knowing fully well that this man cannot get you pregnant and you took it upon yourself to one not even try to inform him that yo you might be the problem and I see that he's going and getting all these other women with that thing in mind and you still don't tell him it's not till some other woman comes and then they go to the hospital and find out to me that's pure evil to you you might it see that everything. in face to me I see that's pure evil I see that as somebody who I see that as somebody who has found their sweet spot and will do and will go and do will go about it and do everything in their power to stay in that sweet spot because they feel as though if they leave that position they will not find anything better than what they in that particular moment so it's a form of manipulation yes. it's a form of extortion mm-hmm. my fact everything bad about it I will it call is- it and I yeah, agree it, with you. I'm not yes. saying that her, her method did not have her method did not justify though. the means. It did though. not. It absolutely did not. But I believe in her mind, she truly thought that this is what she was doing. That's for the her thing. Husband. Yeah. But no, her I'm intentions did not match her impact. Nah, man. No, no, no. no. Okay, see, the thing is that to you, right? You can see, read the read and you can see and see if it's disrespectful. But I don't think Iyashiki thought that thing was disrespectful. She actually, low-key, if you read the entire book and get into it, she thought she was protecting her husband's face because yeah. back in the day, but let's say, Baba Shiki is a Yoruba man, number one. They have ego and pride and children. Is uh, what, what did she say? Uh, what did the teacher say? Is that how you show you're a man? Mm-hmm. So she understood that. Did she go about the wrong way? Yes. Was she selfish? Maybe. But does it do that to dis- that the word disrespect? See, I don't think that woman went to disrespect her husband intentionally. To add upon what I've been saying, right? I mean, I'm not taking away from everything you guys are saying. I agree. But to keep building upon how disrespectful this thing was, is she knows exactly this man was like that again. And the reason why she accepts wife number she accepted wife number two, wife number three, wife number four was because of the fact that she had already stepped out and she will go again and do everything to keep that a secret and even bring the other people along with her, provided, provided if they're able to play ball or be a team player. The reason why they couldn't, you know, uh, uh, bring the last woman into the whole mix was because she was educated. At some point, they felt inferior to her. Or I already said, where's well, by, by yeah, yeah. yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, they see that, yo, if they actually bring this woman in, she will definitely snitch on them or she will find a way, you know what I mean, to get this man to understand, hey, this was going on in his household. But for somebody to actually do that, deliberately and say, yo, knowing fully well and even recruit other people, man, that's like, how can I put it? Um, it's just pure evil, man. There's no way I can see it. There's no other way. There's no other way. I think, I think it's great. Yeah, Iyashegi was her, her sole motivation in life was greed. That was the center of everything that she did. And that was the root of every bad decision that she made. Because here was her reasoning at the end of the day was this whole family was built on her back. And mm-hmm. she'd be damned if she left this for another person to step into. So yes, she was willing to go to the ends of the world as far as unintentionally killing her own daughter in the process. 
because mm-hmm. of greed i think greed was her greed was what made her wake up in the morning who was the person who brought the 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 little and that was thing with the that needle? was the root you know when they say by the bad says money love of love of money sorry you said needle what no i said who I was, it the was her it was semi no it was semi Oh, it's Femi. Femi was with yes. the chicken with this with the thing. Yes. Was who was the person who did that? The Christian one. Femi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying that in as much as Yasegi, you know, was the like when um when T was talking about when AK asked how that scenario plays in today's world, it brought to mind the saying that um the man is the head of the family but the woman is the neck so she tends the head wherever she wants it to go yeah and it's it's the same today so yeah in as much as yeah Segi did what she did to protect herself and this is what they say about once you tell a lie you have to keep telling a lie to protect the lie because if yeah, at some point she you was said ready the truth, to let it go yeah she was ready to tell when that time came yeah so she had to, in order to protect herself, she had to, you know, lead the women in getting the kids the way that they got it. Because if they did not, then she would be found the first out. to get caught. Yeah, she would have been the first to get caught. Mm-hmm. That's why. But these women have been, quote unquote, so respectful towards that man. Baba Shaggy, respectful in the sense that he comes in, they take off his clothes, his shoes, all these different things. Would they be so respectful? Them yeah, even laying in bed while he's like stroking them and their minds are thinking about other men. Would they be so willing to do that if they didn't have that secret? What? What? You need to understand that Baba Shiki was a man that had money, number one. He was very... He was wealthy. I don't think the secret had to do with them allowing him to stroke them or whatever. I don't... I don't think he I think, that, I think that because of the way that they got to him, they just wanted to be there, irrespective of how they got the kids, whether it was through him or through somebody else. I think he was a good man. Like, I don't think he was... Yeah, I think he was a good man. He was a provider, which back in the day, that's all women really cared about, a roof over the hair. Yeah. He was. He, he was a good father. He was very, they said in the book that he was a good father. He loved his children. His children were his sense, his source of joy. They brought him joy. So that's why the, 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 the wives were very eager, very excited to give him more children. Now, Bolali, the one that he actually loved, which they could clearly see, couldn't give him what he wanted, which is what frustrated him the most. Because in his head, he's like, this is the one that I actually chose. I went out and I found this one and I brought her. But the one thing that I want from her, I can't get. And so he could not understand. Well, he, he can get her something he can get. He can, well, yeah, he cannot. Yeah. Well, he can get her. She could not get anything. Right. Speaking of Bolane, though, her, her, her story, oof, that, that. Yes. Like, I want to, like, tap into a little bit. Because if you look at the other women, the reasons why. I mean, all of them are selfish. They are selfish reasons for going to family was just trying to get a fast life she just needed to get out of that house number one mm-hmm. and then you had yeah top one yeah top two was the one that was i don't think i think she has some mental issues but i don't want to digress into oh, that yes yes 
she when they said talk about seeing imaginary friends, I was like, okay, this is where we're stretching it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Bolale was trying to her story is very intriguing because nobody I couldn't understand. She was educated, went to school. Was her mother her mother was a typical I don't say typical African mother, but her mother was a little bit crazy. Just one of those I think her mother was a narcissist, but hey, that's just that's just useless. So like like the mother the mother pressured them a little bit, but a lot because she had this it? trauma. I'm sorry? She pressured them a lot. That was a lot of pressure. Yes. It wasn't a lot. Yeah, she, a lot. I could literally put it to the book. I was like, oh. Uh, but because of that, and then the trauma that she had as a child, she carried that with her. It's like she went through different phases of the trauma. You got raped. Met a boyfriend. Thought you guys were something. Got pregnant. He forced you to a board. Hmm. And then the only way you can escape and think nobody had a reason for marrying Baba Shaki was because she did not want to be judged. She didn't want anybody to... Yeah, she just didn't want to deal anymore. Yeah. Deal with it. She didn't want to answer questions. Baba Shaki, she said, Baba Shaki never asked her any questions. Never questioned her. Never tried to dig. He just saw her and said, you're a pretty girl. I like you. You're kind. I want to marry you. And that was it for her. And so she saw her way out and she exited and left everything. Mm-hmm. Has that her story? She's all. She's actually her character is actually quite sad to me. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think it's 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 sad. I um I think uh Bane alluded to this earlier in the book. Despite those women being that mean to her, and she mm-hmm. persistently was kind to the kids. When she went to the market, she bought gifts to come and give to the children. Deotada was still polite. Did not disrespect anybody, even when they accused her she was a witch. She was still polite and disrespectful. She still did her best to make sure she respected her husband and respected the wife's position. And at the end, I was glad that she did leave, but despite all of that, the fact that she never once got out of character just says a lot about her. Her story is the one that I just touched me a little bit. That was she just sad to me. I didn't feel that at all. I was going to ask Barbara a follow-up question for that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, does it say a lot about her character or was she just too broken she was. To, to fight that, for anything else? That's, that's why she was sad. That's her character. She was sad. She, just, she was broken to fight for anything. But in general, her story overall is a sad one. It is. I think she was just, right. she was just too broken to ask for more. Or for what she deserved. I mean, what she really yeah. wanted was to have kids, and Babasagi could not give her that. So staying there was kind of pointless. I mean, before she even got into that house, before uh, she even got into that house, with all the with all the education that she got, why did she? Why? 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 Why was her escape the fourth wife? As well, because girl. she felt accepted. She said it in the. They said it in the book, right? The book. Because yeah. the as the fourth wife, she's there will be very little expectations from her, 
um, she will not have to go through all the hoops and the loops of trying to impress and trying to keep up and trying to do all that. She can literally, literally, she said the reason she chose Baba Shegi's house as a fourth wife was because she would go in and she can be incognito. That was it. That was, that was her goal right there. And that's why she chose him. Sorry. So escape yeah that was it for her that's all she wanted she did not want to be a sport she didn't have the energy to do extra or do she just wanted to go somewhere and just hide Mm -hmm. and baba shegi being a fourth wife she was like what's better than being a fourth wife there are already three women she did i don't think she foresaw that baba shegi really liked her that much and would shine the spotlight on her i think if she foresaw that she would not have married him still with education that she got why was that her reasoning though? I still kind of find it. I don't it's know. trauma. It's trauma. The trauma. rape, the abortion. Um, you know, mother, it was mother. it was just a yeah, it was a mother. trauma response. Unfortunately. Was she, was she the wait, was it the was it the the taxi thing that she went into the house, left a bag? Yes, she's that, that one. Yes, she was yes. that one. Okay, okay, okay. Nah, not today. But um uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said yeah. not today satan not today what <laughs> if not today then when some of that day some of that day man i'm not inside that kind of violence but um uh, <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i was reading this book and i mean i was listening to it and most of the characters was i was really laughing at some of the um the roles i was really like it really cracked me up just because i guess i've seen this some part in my life you know i've experienced this and and it's just different right just having an understanding and also um having an understanding that some people don't have a choice and others do right but for those who actually do and they put themselves in that position i'm like why but again it's kind of hard to Again, like you said, trauma, you know, to really know what somebody's really feeling and what they're about to do because I'm going to find an escape type thing. Um, in terms of when um, I think it was the first wife, damn, I keep forgetting her name. The first wife, she lost her daughter, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. And that scene, you know, uh, but Shaggy didn't even like, like he just was so absent-minded. The only thing he went was, oh, man, I'm going to get a, you know, coffin and blah, 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 like no reaction or no emotion, no nothing. How did you guys feel about that portion of the book? Hold on, I think we're he jumping. Like, he was hurt. Is he that, like, you remember? So there was that part, right? That's when he went to the, the doctor. Sure. Around that time, yeah. Around that time, but they told him that all his wives pretty much is that he had children outside of marriage the man was embarrassed he had gone and gone drunk he he, it wasn't this one of his favorite kids so he loved this girl and to watch your child die and there was nothing you can do so he was already not emotionally there Mm -hmm. and so at that point you can tell maybe he had just given up he was just like you know what it is what it is like it's just let's just let me just bury because according to Yoruba culture, I feel like you don't know that the truth, the parents are not supposed to be there when the the yeah. child dies, and so or he buried did what buries the child. Yeah, so he did. You're not supposed what, to know where the child is buried too. Buried at all. 
So he does. He just did what he was supposed to. He did his role. He bought the coffin, and he said, and he's mourned because he did cry. He mourned his daughter, but he was just. If I think you said part in the book, he said he went to his room, and he had that 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 moment there. So, I think he emotionally, the man was tired at that point in time, because yeah, that week, really yeah, that week was traumatizing for him. Is there a different reaction that you guys think he should have had, or the reaction that he had? Oh, was- it, uh, to me it made sense because I think he it was a lot of emotions at once you know the daughter gets poisoned and it comes out of nowhere so he's already dealing with vulnerability can't, can't get pregnant so he's just going through those things and then they're like okay we're not done with this investigation the next wife has to come in among that then his daughter gets sick and then he finds out it's like one blow after the other it's kind of like in the book he says something about when the gods seek something or is coming so he was literally getting hit with bullets like from every side so i really think he's i think i'm even surprised he didn't even kick them out immediately you know i i think it was just the father and him the loving nature and him that was like let me get this casket at least let me still do this you know i think he was just really hurt from every side but he still at the end of the day did what he needed to do for the daughter so yeah I mean, he wasn't about to kick any woman out because who was going to take off the shoes and things like that? Who was going to cook for him? You know, so... I mean, kicking them out to, you know, be like in his face, like, okay, everybody now right. gets to he find out that... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and um, the thing you mentioned about the, the, the feminine energy, T, I think, mentioned and how you asked about, like, the, I guess, modern day. I was going to say, as, as not kicking them out, right? teacher had said oh it's time for you to kick them out i think in today's the that whole aspect of the timeline then and today still today i think when you hear every podcast or every man or who is that that random guy who everybody hates but doesn't hate i don't know and he talks about you know the types of girls he likes men still want the respect men still want don't want the the females who are doing the most. I think everywhere that you you hear the man's man or the alpha males talking, they still want the woman that's going to be like like feminine. So I think it still relates to the to the type of like male and female gender roles that are going on today. Even if it was way back then, I still think today the man still wants to be the head of the household. They still expect their woman to be somewhat submissive. I think it's still the same. I don't think time has really changed what we see or what society thinks men and women's roles should be at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you guys mentioned, right? Um, that feminine energy in terms of knowing how to control, or not, not control, but, you know, move in a room, right? Like you command your respect. Um, it's like you say, it's not, it's not given, it's earned, you know, type of thing. And um, what's the point of two captains on the ship? You know, you walk in the house, you have two masculine energy. What are we, roommates? You know what I mean? Like, what is this, soccer practice? You feel me? So, like, they got to be, they got to be it's some... the ca- locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be some kind of balance. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest with you, me personally, like, me personally, it's just... Sometimes when I just see a woman, you know, start giving out that masculine energy, I just sit there and look like, ugh. I don't know. if It's like you look at a man, right, and like a man who has done something that's against your belief and you 
you have that ugly picture of them flip that right it's like seeing a woman just flip that it's like watching tarzan you know flying from one stick to the other type thing well not literally but oh uh, you can imagine hell? it you know what i'm saying so you have to go to tarzan i was looking for I was looking for a different character but I could not pronounce their name so I just let it go. <laughs> I just let the character name go. Uh but within all of this how does communication right how does communication it uh um how has communication it uh you know made that whole story uh uh um pleasant to listen to or not to you? How did communication play in that? I think that the way that we communicate influences how the recipient gets the message. Like in terms of Bonanis mother and sister. I mean even though I was reading the book I could feel that I don't know if it's negative energy in the way that they communicated which made it hard for especially was the end when um Bonanis sister went to see her mom and then she was pregnant and then the conversation that she was having with her mom was not was not um they were not hearing each other until Bolana asked a question and then they were all quiet and then it sounded like from that point on they were able to have a conversation that everybody was heard and then i think that that their dad joined into the conversation as well and it was more how can i say it was more friendly as opposed to attacking you know each other so yeah i do believe that the way that we communicate you know the tone and the choice of words influences how the other person receives it because if you are communicating in the sense of attacking the other person as opposed to expressing how you feel about something it ch- changes the dynamics in the conversation and also this goes back to your topic no i'm sorry yeah shigi and how she pretty much to have all her cement stores her communication and how she relates yeah. to her husband the scene where they they explain how she went about doing that just shows that one he's a man who wants to be he wants the idea to come from him she in her feminine energy knew that and she went about it in the right way so she you know just be a baby act like oh you know please do this for me Uh, you know x y and z so it's she presented it in a manner that was that he was able to receive it with gladness and he was like i'm going to do this so my wife won't cry anymore i'm the man i'm the hero she clearly knew that that's what he needed that's exactly yeah. what his ego needed and she got exactly what she wanted so you have to know how to present what you really need and it is better to say things softly say things more gently um how it's presented definitely makes a difference. Yep. It's like I always say, talk to me nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um wait. Teres, Barbara, do you guys have anything to add to that? No. No. Okay. Um If not then, do you think the ending offers closure and if so for whom? I would say yeah. I don't know if it offers closure for anything because yes, the book is all when you first of all begin the book, you don't get it at the end. There was this huge secret that everybody knew, even Bolandi did not, that they found out towards the end. But there are a couple of things that the book did not address 
one they did not come out and tell baba shaggy that it was shaggy but yeah shaggy and yeah tope that murdered his daughter mm-hmm. he did not find that out and i don't think bonlale knew i don't know if she knew but the book she did not so that i had a problem with. i was wondering why did he measure that because i don't think there was closure there because that kid died i can clearly tell he was poisoned yeah and i think it broke my heart because the child knew who killed her this is that 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 part a little bit touched me because she knew and she told the mother to speak the truth mm-hmm. and so she knew that the mom was trying to kill though i don't know if they intentionally tried to kill the person but i'm convinced Yeah, family was trying to kill Bonlanley. You can't tell me because how can I tell you put one or two drops? You, you throw the entire bottle in it. But anyway, so I don't think it all for closure. And then number two, we we spoke about how Ieshegi is very she, she like how she's a boss lady. She very business oriented. She built like she had like seven stores. She lost it. That was something. Do you understand? Years upon that woman took to build her business. But she gave it all up. So I was curious as to, okay, what is the step moving forward? Like, like, okay, is she going to try to get it back? Because, but she can give them conditions to stay back. They were supposed to be mute. You cannot even smile or breathe. In fact, <laughs> you're supposed to be there as if you are there. <laughs> and they say yes. So he took about, he took away everything else that they gave them a source of joy. So I, and then Baba Shigi himself, he's a very He's an African man. Pride to those people and their egos is everything. That thing crushed him. And the one thing that he actually wanted, the wife that he wanted left him. I don't think he had closure. The book did not give closure to anybody. I think the only person that got closure was Bonale in some sense. Because she told her secret. She finally told her mother she was um, raped. She didn't tell her mother she had an abortion though. She skipped that part. Well, she, not everything you have to tell everybody. But she told her mother the one secret that she was raped, and as a, and she told her mother the reason why she left. And when she found that Baba Shiki would not give her what she wanted, and I think she left because she probably got her confidence back, because she finally is mm-hmm. like, this is not giving me what I want. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, not. I would think. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think I don't know. She might have gotten some sort of closure there, and that's why she's just like, I'm out. But apart from that character, I don't think any other characters left because do it. I think the story has a couple of other on completed stories because Taju left too. The Taju was the driver, um, the person that got Babash Iyashigi um, pregnant. That had that's the father of the driver. Yeah. Yes, that story too ended. That Lali story, like, I don't understand. And then I wanted to know what happened to Iyafemi that he burns down the uncles. I wanted to know what happened to that. Right, and then the, the the guy that went to America. What happened to? There's a couple of stories, closures that was not just, you know. So I don't think anybody had closure. I think the reason I say that there was closure was for me, life has happened, and they have chose. They they just chose to move on. It's not closure that oh anything has been solved. It's closure that. They all needed to be with their husband because they had nowhere else to go. He let them stay. He's a family man. He loves his children. His pride is still intact because he gets to he gets to keep his wife and all his children. And at the end of the day, society sees Bolale as the problem because she couldn't have kids, so she left. 
So in the eyes of society, everything is still the way it should be. She left and I think she did get some clarity. I think she finally did figure out that Mama Shaggy is, uh, is impotent, you know, and at the end of the day, she genuinely did want to give him kids. So I, I want to come, I want to chill. I want to be the fourth wife. I don't really have to do anything, but I've gone through a lot of stuff in this house in the last couple of years. And I can't even give this man can't even give me children. It's not even that I can't give him children. He can't give me children. So there's really no reason for me to be here. So I think on the fact that their household was still intact from their eyes and society's eyes, they can now move on to kind of figure out how they want to really rearrange stuff. I feel like Yashigi will one day find her way to still entice him to kind of go back to her route of loving money and one day he'll be a little bit more passive and still let her do it. But that's in my eyes what I mean by I think everybody got closure because things kind of settled back and at the end of the day, they can still say face. So, yeah. Yeah, I think there was some kind of closure because the secret was out. So the secret was out, there's nothing, you know, nobody's hiding anything and just like Ayasegi was able to get him to give her what she wanted at the beginning, at some point she probably could still get it. But yeah, the, the character I felt kind of bad and happy for was Bomane. Because yes, now it looks like, like you said, now it looks like she's the one who's, who's, who has the issue, not being able to mm -hmm. have kids. but. She's leaving knowing that she's not the one with the issues. So. Yeah, yeah. So even am I the only one? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, you go ahead. No, I was gonna. Ask, am I the only one that think that yeah, Shaggy will never get into Baba Shaggy's good graces again? Like I feel like that though is forever. <laughs> because the way that pride of my hands. But sorry, I mean, she has her way though. I feel like yeah. you know, once having her way, she can always have a way back, but. We would never know because the story ended. <laughs> Therese, do you think there's closure? No place? I got carried away. Um I yes and no. I mean I kinda agree with bits and pieces of what everyone else has said, right? Finally the big secret is out, everybody can breathe. You know, there's that, but everybody else lost what it is that they wanted the most but then at the end they still got compensated for it because baba shaggy still kept them in his house therefore providing them that covering that they've always sought uh from a man so it's like it was a it was a sweet compromise i would say for all of them um, I think the only person who really lost was Baba Shaggy in all this. He lost the daughter. He lost the wife he loved. Um, I mean, even though he's still going to love and cater for those children, I think just because he was a dutiful man and he would look after those kids. But I don't think, I think he's the one who ended up getting the short end of the stick. But then he's the one who, who forgave the most. But I mean... C'est la vie. I, I think they'll all just find a way to deal with the new circumstance. And I do believe, see, if to say there was to write a continuation of the book, I know Mama Iyashegi will still come out on top. Yes. That's all. She's, she's relentless. Yeah. I have complete faith in her. So, but, you know, that. it's yes and no. It was, it's a bargain. It's a bargain at the end. Speaking of Ia Shaggy, there's something about this book 
that we the book touched a little bit uh her sexuality like it just i think it nipped on it a little bit and then it just moved on that iashegi mm-hmm. was actually attracted to women mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. she was bisexual <laughs> yeah she was bisexual that's what i was very curious about that i was like oh so you know this thing has been happening since in the dawn of ages especially like you don't dare they want that they want that they have since and so it was just that was just a little bit i was like okay okay see she is like wait I, i think i think my sense is when you talk about african culture just where the book was written that that's not something that you will address or touch but like there's no at all explore something like that yeah yeah yes because in our culture it's just not it's a that back in the day back in that time it was a taboo and even to now it's still frowned upon from just that part of the world and so i kind of like that she touched on it a little bit that she actually was bisexual she was attracted to women and despite it she addressed it in the book but she really did not explore that part so that's another part of the book that i see this a couple of questions that one answered because I'm just I think it's more my curiosity I want to see how that story unwinds and how it falls out does she just suppress it does she explore it? because she kept saying um it's not time yet if you read the book like when she met a woman that she said also that she kept saying oh it's not time yet yeah she is not time yet so I'm just like I want to if there's like a part two of the book I want her to explore that fact I just want to see how it involves why so you could try out one <laughs> that it wasn't mentioned you know throughout her marriage though like it wasn't mentioned that that part of her came up yes at all was it just like a childhood thing or no, because it... there was one part when bonale's friends came to visit yeah was one of, yes. yeah 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 that yeah there was a part gonna, yes yeah. The girl, the, the first time he, uh, Bonale and Babashegi met, the girl, Yesimi or whatever her name yes. is. Yes. Yeah. Yemisi. The yeah. way, yes, the way, Yemisi, the way uh, Yashiki describes Yemisi or the person that was mm-hmm. there is, I said, Abba. <laughs> so, but that's where, but, and then she said it again. This was her second cross. She said it again. She said, no, yes. Baba, she said, yeah, she, yeah. So it was her telling herself that no, yes. No, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was it was brought up, yeah. Yeah. I mean it it can well this is a, an aspect from a different book that I read like you know her love or her relationship with money. It's kind of similar to the masculine energy because um the masculine energy tends to find their strength in money or how much money they can make. So maybe it's either the masculine side of her was attracted to these women or hmm how do i put this without offending some people put it <laughs> no, I, think I'll, I think i'll leave it at that you know in the sense of you know her relationship with money you know the, her mom telling her that okay if you build this house nobody's gonna marry you and I, I can relate to that particular statement because you know i remember when i was trying to get a property and i'm like oh who's gonna marry you if you have a house who's gonna marry you if you have property back home and i was just like wow. okay is, is this is this what we have turned into commodities to just be passed on 
hand it over. I, like, hey, I, I mean, you do hear that though. With Africans, especially the women, if you get too much education, I've been told that that don't. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I was trying to. Do, I was trying to do residency. I wanted to get a fellowship, and I got like a whole lecture about. If you make too money. much money, you can't. I make too much money. I it's really watching my aunt call me that. Ah, your mother has called you. You want to go back to school again? I was like, yes. I just finished residency. I want to be. I want to do fellowship because it's another. I wanted to. So something I was trying to get. I didn't get it, and I said I just want to complete it. I got a whole lecture, but the stubborn side of me wanted to do it. It's just that this is I was tired of being. So I said, no, let me go and walk. Yeah, I actually, the guy told me that I should stop threatening them with all this education. <laughs> I so, what we may hear that a lot, especially yeah. if you're Africans. You get told that. So, and it's funny because it was not just in the Mama Yashegi's time, right? Even in 2023. Um, they look at you bold in the face and say that to you. And so it's just reading, even talking about reading regular books like that one that we just yep. talked about. People are intimidated by the fact that you read books that are not non school related books. And I'm like, that's just a hobby. Nobody's threatening your intellect by reading a novel. Another <laughs> story for a different day. But I have to applaud Iyashegi. I think. I think her attraction for women was still there. She was just, she just liked men and women. I mean, who wouldn't? Have you seen the beautiful woman, the curves? This woman described the woman and I think I fell in love because she, (laughs) she she described a woman with so much desire. She liked women, but I think she was too focused on her grind that she knew that this would be a distraction. Yeah, so she and she had that. a lot of self. She had a lot of self control. Yeah. That I admire in her. She was like, nope. Yeah, this she told her husband to tell her to stop bringing her friends. Yeah, yes. her control was was more so than her desire. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of um, drive you see more. Well, maybe from what I've seen in my experience, you see more of that kind of work ethic kind of drive more in the masculine than in the feminine because the feminine is like uh and the masculine is like you gotta make money to feel like you're somebody you know? anyway like i said i'm not trying to go there so do you think <laughs> do you think that there is um lesbianism in most women yes for example why because I cannot sit down here, man, just crap on another man, and I go, "Ooh, I'm gonna fall in love." The fuck is that? <laughs> um, I, I think that women are just more open in expressing. We yeah, are expressive. Yeah, they're more open in expressing. Like I find that more women compliment other women than men compliment other men. It's, it's, I mean, it has levels to the whole compliment. And I could just see so much, I like your outfit. And somebody could be like, oh, I like how your outfit fits on your body and how the colors go. So there are levels to it. But um, I don't know that men, men can compliment an outfit just in passing. But I don't know that they will go that much into detail. So I think no, it's no, not. Look, 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 look. Let's talk about details, right? Since you mentioned, let's just pick one. Mm-hmm. You will see another, like you will see another woman's ass, and you go, "Damn, I think it's fine." Even damn near go touch it, right? Yeah, and I was about to say exactly that. that. And it's supposed to be normal, Mm-mm. but I mean, no homo. God forbid, I see another man's 
a, 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 a blueprint bulging out and I go, damn, man, your thing is. That sounds like a man. That sounds like a man's problem okay, well, to me. Because I understand. I see, like, I have seen beautiful women. Like, there's, there's a girl at work. Also, she's an MP. And her body is banging. Right? She goes to the gym and everything. I literally walked up to her and I said, Mama, listen, your body is amazing. I don't know what your workout routine is, but I need it. Because whatever you're doing is working. Am I attracted to women? Him, no. I like some big. I'm sorry. I like men. See that? I'm not. <laughs> Say with your chest. <laughs> I am she sorry. I am, <laughs> I am attracted to men. But if it's, I don't understand what was wrong with you seeing something. Why is it so hard for guys to see? Uh, if your guy looks good, tell him he looks good. It doesn't mean you are attracted to him or you want to sleep with him or you have feelings. It's just, hey, you look nice. It's just like when you see a pretty flower out. Oh, that's it. A rose. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's cute. Oh, you see art. In this People like are, art. In this day and age that you guys are driving most men to be gay. We are the ones driving okay. there. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? We'll enter another rabbit hole with that one. But we are not there. I don't think it's women driving men to be gay. Mm. If you want to like a mango and like it with your whole chest, don't mm. be blaming women. Right. You just like and vice, was... and vice versa. Mm. How we enter the matter, that's the thing. How we a lot of, enter that. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of lesbians that I've heard is because they go, oh, I had to do this because they've been get, getting too much wrong for men. That's why they, you know, they went that way. You know what I'm saying? A lot of men are becoming ooh these days because some women are also, you know, doing. <laughs> Listen, the, the, common, the common factor in all of that is the attraction for the opposite sex, right? Because men have done me dirty too. I don't see myself falling in love with a woman anytime soon because no. that attraction is not there. So if no. you have it only with your chest and don't hide behind your cultural, somebody, it's your cultural beliefs that's making you, you know. It's not my cultural it's not, okay, I, I like, like it. it. I like that mass, like we have been saying, I like that masculine energy around me. I don't want another woman. See, it's like you're sitting here, you're surrounded by beautiful women, right? Nora is gorgeous. Miley is gorgeous. T is gorgeous. It doesn't mean I'm attracted to them sexually. They're beautiful women. They're just that. It's absolutely nothing wrong. It's like, oh my God, you're really, really, the blue brings out the compliments of your eyes or the green pops your eyes out there's absolutely nothing wrong with that i'm not attracted to them i like am if, attracted to men like if you wanted to play both sides you let them know you're gonna play on both sides in china and come back to america <laughs> you know what anyways listen may we digress sorry sorry oh. <laughs> very fun very fun <laughs> will it be um, an episode if he doesn't drag us where we know no that's it. I really, I really, I really, I don't know. See, oh, um, to, 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 to what you guys were mentioning earlier, um, that, that, that girl, Bolale, you know, um, I don't think I felt an, you know, any shred of pity or sorry, you know, for her. Why not? Huh? Mother almost slapped you through this. I felt it. I felt it. But anyways, the reason why is because, like, it's not that I'm not empathetic to her story. I am. But I still feel like she had other options. You know, rather than saying, oh, man, like, I'm going to go do this because I'm not getting this from here. You know what I mean? Like, from home, for example. Um, 
And I also think that there's some sense of selfish, selfishness on her part at the end. Very selfish in the sense that, yo, you come in here and you gain all of this because you want to escape from that. And then when push comes to shove, you're just going to leave because things are not the way, you know, you want to be say, yo, you want kids and, you know, all that, all that jazz. Like, yes, you've helped uncover this secret in this house, but that doesn't mean that you bounce just because, you know, everything is not the way you want it to be. So to me, that was a very selfish moment, you know, for her. But that's just my opinion. Well, that's true. I mean, I was, okay, so there's a couple of things, right? It's just, I think our friend is that, is it the frustrate or your opinion about it is just the fact that you think she felt to take, she had felt to have accountability for whatever. I don't even know if it's accountability is a word. It is a thing, right? Her not speaking about her experience, her, her, her traumatic experience with anybody. And went all the way to the end to bring that in to me i kind of kind of sort of like blame her for how things transpired you know what i mean like if you want to keep that that's on you if she went seeking counseling which at that time was not something yeah i get it was not something that was out there but at least your own mom or your own dad or your siblings find somewhere confining that way you remove that from your mind or you begin to have you know closure on that you are carrying this thing and making all these other decisions and getting here and then this happens and then you bounce to me that's just plain or selfish but it's the world we live in you know what i mean it's the world we live in cannot judge her for for you know for why or what she did what she did but i can say to me it was selfish yeah i was just like i mean there's nothing wrong with her being if she wants to be selfish that was her choice i would keep failing to realize that people are different of course yeah yeah we are completely different like it might take you, if something happens, it might take you a month to approach somebody. It takes people years. Years, a very, very long time. So people will not be able to do that. And so I don't think you can blame her for how she went about making sure her relieving or trying to, I, just, I think she was numbing her trauma or choosing not to deal with it. You can't, that was her choice. And those, I don't see, was she selfish? Yes, I can see that, but I don't, it's not something I'm going to judge her on. It's like, okay. She did what she got to do to get over what she was going through at the moment. And so, did she put an effort? She did, though. She did put in an effort to make sure whatever she was trying to do to give the man what he wanted. He, she, the girl did put in let an effort. Let's give her that grace. Let me she remind did. you why. Let me remind you to why I, you know, I'm taking the stance I'm taking, right? As we grow older in life, sometimes <laughs> we fail to recognize when an older person is trying to educate us on experiences past experiences or things that might put us in traumatic experiences, right? So when you decide to forget about what could possibly happen in a given situation or what's the word, be oblivious to your current situation, sometimes me, I'll put it on you versus the other person in the way I'm thinking it or in the way I'm feeling it, I'll put it on you because sometimes you know damn well don't go with strangers or you know damn well don't go here especially this time but you still elect to go now i'm not saying that that should happen or that should yeah i'm not saying that should happen in you know to anybody but shit it happens try and avoid it if you don't find a way to move past it you don't find a way to move past it you go 
associate yourself with some with somebody and then later on all these different things happen and then you make another selfish decision again come on man there's so much there's just so much empathy i can deploy at a given point in time i think bonlale subconsciously was punishing herself um for what happened to her because she knew that in her mind she did this because she she did something that she was not supposed to do and then it happened so that's number one reason why she could not go to her mom because she's like they have told me multiple times don't talk to strangers don't do this don't do this and against her better judgment she got excited and got into a car with a stranger and that happened to her so i think she just grew up with that whole guilt that she was subconsciously just punishing herself you know what let me just go to this man's house and hide and stay there but i think at the end of the day she is so lost she doesn't know what she wants that's why she's just it's just a series of of decision that's trailing bad decisions that's trailing her because if she really wanted to hide now that the whole family secret and everything is out, that was the perfect hiding place for her at that time but then she left and so it's like what do you want i think that she has a lot to figure out for herself that's why she's just bouncing around but at least i think she could go home now without that guilt of what happened to her lingering over her head since she had told her mom about it so but i think she still has a lot of figuring out to do for herself i mean good i think that trauma is a very funny thing to process for somebody else right it's Absolutely. easy from the outside saying that she should have told somebody yes she should have but she feels safe because look at the relationship she had with her mother prior to that moment I would assume that she didn't feel safe enough to to tell her mother that because she didn't know how her mother would receive it. Was it selfish? I wouldn't say selfish so much. Maybe in the end, deciding to not stay with Baba Shigi may have been selfish, but she wanted kids as much as she wanted to give Baba Shigi kids. But in that instant, there was no point staying there if kids was part of the equation because. If she ended up having a kid, it would be obvious that it wasn't Babasini's kid. So, will she continue in the path of the other three women? Maybe not. Maybe she didn't want that. But yeah, the, the part where um, her not telling you know, anybody that she was raped and then she had committed an abortion, it's processing trauma is hard and is different for different people. So, if people get hurt in the in the process of somebody processing or not processing their trauma, it's it's the consequence. It's like you can't when you pick up a stick, you pick up both ends of the stick. So when you make a choice, there's gonna be consequences. It could be positive or it could be negative. But yeah, people are dealing with a lot, and if I don't feel safe talking about it, it's not just gonna come out. You just go away to the end to deal with the calamity, right? Either way, there are going to be consequences because if she told the story of rape and abortion in the beginning, there would have been consequences. We don't know what the consequences would have been, but there would have been consequences. Just like telling it in the end or not telling it at all, there are still consequences. So 
at the end of the day, we pick and choose what we are ready to deal with. What are lingering questions that the book left you with other than what we've been chatting about? What are other lingering questions? My own. Let me go because this one is boiling in my spirit. <laughs> is is the whole man-woman dynamic in a marriage, right? And as much as the whole leaning into your feminine energy and that's how, you know, the balance and order of things and chaos. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, does this mean perpetually women are just to pander to the masculine energy? That part, I, I don't know who answered that question for me. Because as much as that's how, you know, the nature of things, that's how order is restored in the universe. It's always almost like the woman is the one that has to make that environment for that balance to be in place. If that makes sense, you have to know how to talk. You have to lean into this. You have to know, you know, how to approach things. Uh, dance around the man's ego that you know and i'm like is this sh is this a forever shit right here i don't know somebody needs to answer that question for me <laughs> maybe somebody who's married has been married for 50 years might give me the gist so but um i think it goes both ways right i think it goes both ways because it's like for me to be able to do what I'm capable of doing, you need to be able to do what you capable of doing. Now, like Manny mm -hmm. mentioned, like Manny mentioned earlier, or yeah, like what she was insinuating earlier, or like what my mom will always say, uh, any money head my neck the carry up. Right? Right. Like you have the head and the neck, and literally, literally, literally. And I wish, it is a camera. Literally, I wish some women understand this. You have the power to sheep the way you want to. You have that power. Now, the power really is in you to see if you can unlock it. If you cannot unlock that, don't blame nobody but yourself. If I, if, if I see that potential in you and I'm telling you have it, but you refuse to unlock that, that's on you. And that's really what happens in most um, relationships or with some women. That's really what happens. You refuse to tap into your own potential. You refuse to tap into your own potential or you know what it is. They refuse to deploy it. Why? Because you think that you got to be wifey status or you got to be this status. But how do you get there really? By snapping your finger? I, I, last time I checked, you're not famous. You can only be that when you deploy your feminine Femin femininism is that a word femininity that one, you know that one that's when it really comes out because not i mean i'm like a i'm like a car you know what i mean you gotta come and that analogy goes both ways right you gotta come and feel it and to be able to start it you have to know that yo i gotta push the brakes to be able to start this. If you don't know to push that brakes, that car will not start. And it goes the other way too. If I'm not able to 
create an environment where you can deploy that um, femininity, then it's just not going to work. So I guess it takes two to really tangle. I mean, are you, you alright? If if both, I think you're you're correct there. Like, if both people effectively play the roles that they're supposed to play, then it would not feel like one person is doing the bulk of the unseen work. Well, I'm sorry. One person has to really do it, though. You know, what I'm saying. Think about it as you know, like time, right? In time, each person has their seasons. There's a reason why there's winter, there's summer, there's spring, and there's fall. Each one serves a specific purpose. And sometimes I need to use my purpose to unlock your purpose and vice versa. I would not always have the answers. And you would not always have the answers. But when I don't and you do, it makes life a lot easier. But what happens when I don't and I come to you and you too, you clearly, you clearly refuse or, or you might have it or you refuse to put it on the table because, oh, I did not do X, Y, Z, but I know that you have the answers. What happened then? Yeah, but that's shared load, right? Which is okay. But I'm just talking about the part where um, it's mostly like some of the dynamics in certain relationships. It's always the woman doing the bending to appease yeah. you know that's what i'm saying like if both people like you say do their part and understand the seasons and where to lean in more then it would not feel like one person alone is solely responsible for the success of this remember remember the person you are mentioning who has who is carrying all the load is the person who gave the other person the apple so you have to carry the load Hey. You started. This, you started. You started, this, you started this. Uh. 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 Um. This heavy load that they dropped on us that we must suffer. So guess what? You carry most of the suffer. Where's the problem there? But she came out of the man. <laughs> hey, God. Man, 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 not slap the apple from his from her hand. No, we are not. Is that going to end? Uncle AK will carry us where we don't know. Listen, I beg. listen, I beg. <laughs> I am still, you know, I am still, I am still very, I am still very hurt, even though it was not even my time. But I'm still very hurt that, you know, God had to make that possible. I had to take it for me. It's like, bruh, why can't you just make her own from scratch? Make her own from scratch. Why would, why, why did I have to take it for me? Now making me look bad in representation because it's really not, I would have never touched the apple. We Next person, because Okweke is carrying us down that one dark alley like that. If he carry with the go where we don't know what I repose pose your question again, let the other people pick up. Or answer question from the book. I was just saying what were the link some um lingering questions, you know, from the book that you know you guys had. Um do I have any? Oh, I'm, I'm wondering for how long. Because, um, yeah, Segi accepting to the uh, conditions for staying in Baba Segi's house after the reveal of all the secrets, you know, losing all her shops and all that. That's a, that's a different level of control. So I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, how long she allow herself to not um 
do the things that she really desires because from my understanding I feel that we as humans if we are prevented from doing the things that we really want to do resentment sets in and then the way that resentment plays out is usually not a pretty thing so um, that's just you know one character I wonder about and also how Bodhanli you know she got out of her life because as for Femi she could go to hell for her life Right. Um, yeah, so was just too passive. I felt like there was really no no hope or no way out for her. But yeah, the two people I wonder about is yes, again, the one. I kind of like agree with a little bit of what Bunny uh, has said, but I think Babasha gives for me was the one I had a couple of questions for because um, teacher was somebody he respected a lot. He had a lot at the university teacher he went to teacher for everything right and just in general he's a man and an african man his pride and ego is everything and in that culture children are what they said they call it to just what is their seed it shows you it, sh it shows who you are as a man which sorry let me digress do you all remember recall where teacher the reason why teachers did not get married he was supposed to be a priest or something <laughs> Yeah, yes. he was supposed to be a priest. Yes. And so he got he got angry that when the people left, they abandoned him. So he decided that people were selfish. The reason is just very bizarre. The man. Yes. So teachers teacher's character is somebody that I want them to develop because he just he has a lot of I'm curious as to why he is the way he is. They kinda like give us a little snap snippet of it, but sorry, I'm back. So we bother <laughs> with Baba Shaggy, right? As I mentioned, his ego is everything, and him going to teacher and telling him that because he did tell teacher he can't have children and that was his secret. Well, I was curious what his relationship with teacher was going to be like moving yeah. forward. You understand? Because teacher does not see him he like in my advice. head. Yeah. Yes. He yes. Because in my head, I'm like, teacher was everything to him but now that teacher knows he has secret because before before he was doing all this jajaja bolali teacher was telling him to conquer bolali to do all xyz but that was because he could give birth he had children but now yeah. that they know that you're, you're shooting blanks <laughs> I'm, I'm curious i just wanted to know how that dynamic was going to change with him his interaction with the men because they they go they go sit in the bar, they get a drink, the people that complain about their wives, and they admire all the the girls that are there, they talk, it was a whole masculine thing. So I was just curious as to how everything unfolded, how it was going to affect his masculinity, one, his relationship with teacher, and I think he was going to keep his family, but I was just curious to see his relationship with his wives, and he was going to marry somebody else. So I had a lot of questions, just a lot. That's a good thing for maybe we can leave the alternate to develop the part two of the book. Yes, the afterlives of the the afterlife. Yes. You know, I was just thinking about they should not be saying somebody is shooting blanks. That's very offensive. <laughs> they say that it's like me but saying somebody's fat. Right. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Well, I don't know what. So let me not say it's not the same thing. Okay, let me take you back. Uh, you, you are still like shaming somebody, right? Because it's like a defect. 
it's a defect in somebody right so we can say it and we can say it just sparingly just throwing it out there but to the person who actually is shooting blanks is very offensive okay okay my so at least this i do apologize for the use of words it was not no i was just putting it out <laughs> because I, was, no, I don't think that most people actually think about it like that no i did not until you said it i did not i actually did not it just dawned on me. I was like, damn, I feel for that man. <laughs> really for that I, man. Think, like, I think we don't get it because we don't shoot. We, we, should, we don't. So I was here. It's good, it's good to have the other perspective, which makes it's it. Not, it is. I just did not think about it. Like, ah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. That could be offensive. So is he shooting blanks or is he not shooting blanks? <laughs> we have to find a better way to say it. I'm sorry. I just. I just said it, but I, I get it. You're right. It's like calling, it's like calling an in, a woman who has uh, infant, you know, fertility problems. Like you're you're barren. It's but it's practically the same thing. Right, but he felt no type of way blaming his wife. Like he thought it was okay to just be like, "Oh, you're the problem. You're the problem. You're the problem." Like right until it was his turn to say you were shooting blanks, and then I guess he understood how <laughs> it was, you know, how the shoe fell. Yeah, and, on that foot. and can we applaud those doctors for using wisdom in telling this man yeah. that yeah. he was the problem? Because that I was, watched a Nigerian movie with that a was great bedside manner. Yeah, they tried. They really did. Yeah. Laura, did you have any questions from the book? Nah. Mm, not really. I think I would just like use my imagination to imagine like what what would happen next. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what happens when, you know, like a book was written say in 2011, right? And then they rewrite that book in 2023. Did they fix certain things about the story? Did they add to it? I'm not quite sure how that works. Because the reason I'm asking is there are different versions of this book. And really? I feel as though this is the yeah, most recent of it. There's also like a play. Yeah, because originally I was going to read the play version. So yeah, there's... But I think only because I've read books that they've upgraded every year. I think they... If you're going to do something like that, you may add in like world events that may have changed or things that were happening in like the surroundings or some kind of technology has changed. You may add that into the into the storyline. I think that's the way you upgrade it. But I think like the core, the the story itself, I don't think you really change that. I think you just upgrade like the surroundings to make to let everybody else know like the the time period you may be in. And I think that's really the only thing that can change because the the story itself. You don't, you don't really have to change the story. It's more so just the surroundings. I only ask because I'm using my imagination for the, you know, like the doctors, as T mentioned, I feel as though if it was back in the day, the doctors are way too refined for the setting of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they took it way too easy on that man. I felt as if it was back in the day, they would have crushed that man. Like right then and there, like just murder him. Yeah. This African setting at that. Oh man. What doctor you know in Africa has ever spared your feelings about something? That's why I said I watched a Nigerian movie recently and there were, you know, a man was supposed to reveal a similar result and 
I was like, whoa, I actually felt the actor and actress pain because I was like, wait, if I'm the one receiving that message, that way that you delivered it was not pretty. Yeah, they're, like, they're like that. Now, even now, though, I've heard some Nigerian men who still marry or some African men who still marry multiple wives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe the story is not that old. Mm -hmm. Probably. 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 Also, we have to look at the setting, right? Um, it could be modern times, but it, this was a whole, like a village setting too. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing to consider. And then the hospital was a teaching hospital. So I would yeah, think that, yeah, yeah, it was the teaching hospital. So they're pretty advanced over there. It's just they grew up in an environment that's not very modernized. You know, they're still very cultural and traditional too. You know, that's the one thing. So, mm -hmm. I'm educated too. So maybe, yeah, speaking some education into it, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. have not told us your question for the book. Do you oh, have you any questions? Yes, you. Ah, Abi, these are all my questions I've been asking us now. <laughs> This is all my question. No, I beg. The one that I have burning in my heart, I beg. We don't have enough time. We've already gone to. Just mention it. We'll not talk ah, about it. You know. Hmm? Just mention. We'll, we'll not talk about it. No, hold on. I'll, I'll mention after this recording. Um, but in conclusions, um, as you guys conclude, rate this book, man, on a scale of one to five. What would you give it? So, money. Hmm. I would say um, the author did a good job of, I mean, at some point it was confusing for me, but the author did a good job of having these many characters and somewhat still being able to connect them across the book. Because in certain chapters, it was just one character and then on that chapter, it was multiple characters. So I would say that she did a good job of isolating yet connecting so for that reason i'm saying more like a 4.5 the 0.5 is just for my confusion but i don't know if anybody else was as confused as i was so yeah between a 4.5 and a 5 actually that's a typical african rating 0.5 is for me that <laughs> is for my confusion <laughs> facts all right all right oh t what's your I think I agree with Manny um, with the how the individualism of the characters and then the collectiveness of them all. Um, I think that was beautiful. Um, it, the writing, the writing captivates you into it, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, this is someone else's story that I just stepped into. And then at the end, it all makes sense. So I think it was a beautiful, beautifully written book. Um, the storyline was, you know, I was like, uh, polygamy, what else? But it, it, the storyline was a plot twist to polygamy. I did not see that coming. And throughout the book, there was not a hint of, what was coming too that was a well-concealed secret in the book so i i think i would give it a i think i'll give it a five 
I would. I would do it. And I like that it ended the way it did because a good book should leave you wondering, right? I should not be able to extrapolate the, the end when I end the book. So that was a good novel. Solid five. Wow. Okay. Um, Nora? Um, it did take me a little bit to realize that they had switched from, um, from like a corporate story to individual characters at first. It was just like one chapter. I was like, oh, this is not, this is one person. But after that, it, it flowed really well. I liked the story. Um, there's a history of polygamy in my family. So just that idea, like I said, of why these women ended up where they were, that, that was very intriguing. I liked um, the backstory of how everybody ended up in Babashegi's house. Um, the storyline was, was really interesting. And there was a lot of drama, a lot of ups and downs. Um, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed reading it. I I rushed at the end to, to read it, but it was fun to read it in like the last three days. So overall, I really enjoyed the book. Um, I think there is just always, it's, uh, not that I, I know what could have been better, but I think it could have been better. So I could give it like a four, 4.5 as well. Barbara. Yes, sir. See, I love this book. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed this book. I finished with this book a while ago, and the fact that I can still remember uh, the content tells you how much I love the book. Uh, I will start off by saying I gave it, I started off by saying like a 4.5 because I had an answer question, but it's a 5 for me. And here's the reason why I think it's a 5. The book itself, I think it gives like an insight for if you're not African, like if, let's say, an African-American or an Asian or somebody else visit, it gives you an insight of African culture. Like it gives you like a good side that this is literally, this is what culture, this is what is normal for us in that part of, of Africa, of Nigeria, that part of Africa, that's very normal. Also, it gives us the, the readers uh, a preview of what polygamy is like. What having the little, like the family dynamics with polygamy, because this man had four wives, different children, you could see the competition, the jealousy, the 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 love, the whatever thing that we're going on to the fact that it's like in that household they were jealous of each other. To the fact that they actually intended to kill one of the wives, but they mistakenly killed the child and they accused somebody of witchcraft, which was just unseen. And this actually happens in real life. You hear the stories every day. You want to go back back home. This is actually real life and so i actually enjoyed that 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 was portrayed in the book i think of the only one that followed i know exactly when each character was switched i knew when she was to keep one person to another because i was so involved also engulfed in the book i love reading the book like as much as anything else i was very curious like if she didn't talk about somebody i'll go to the next chapter like hold on okay what's happening what happened there so but she had a way of connecting she connected pretty much everybody that she you had like a focal point i think she gave a little bit let me give you a background here let me give you this background here this background here. and her goal was just trying to bring everybody down to a certain point and she did that or is it i think it's a she she did that beautifully and so i do enjoy i do honestly i did enjoy this book so it's a five for me okay okay um anyway, I just how you read the book i just lost my train of thought okay 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 no, I'll give it a a four point five. You know, 
for the reasons you know T mentioned earlier. You know what I mean? Um, it could that there's definitely room um for improvement for sure, but not taking away from you know the beautiful writing style. You know, speaking in multiple different voices. I felt as if they, if if that was me, I would have lost somebody's voice and put it in somebody else's. You know, just keep contradicting everybody. But uh, thank God for you know peer reviewers, I guess. But um, in terms of the story itself, you know, it left it left me wondering. You know, asking questions to myself, like, for example, sometimes like, why do we men, why do we men look for necessary stress sometimes? You know, um, to it's like they say, to whom much is given, much is expected. If you go about taking taking on so much, then why not also manage the expectations? You know what I mean? Like you are so out of sight that you don't even see what's going on right in front of you. You know, everything is playing and you don't still take the time to stand there and try to figure it out. You know, things like that. So, um, and then most importantly, just keep asking myself like, bruh, how in the world didn't you see yourself in this kid? How? Mm-hmm. How did you see yourself in this kid, man? Like, looking at them, did they look like you? Did they act like you? How did you miss that? I think not they're back in the day, though. They huh? did not identify kids, like, based on how they looked like their parents. It's only today that, you know, people would question the paternity and maternity or, or the more the paternity and the maternity of of the of the kid. Like they better go, like, oh, you don't look like my house is already in your business. Okay, that's very easy, especially if you don't have any reason for suspicion. It's like the wives did not miss a bit. So there was not even any reason for him to even think that that was even remotely possible so that's very easy even if it was just one woman if she doesn't miss a beat it's very easy for you to not see it now unless whoever she had the kid with is a split image of that person and that person is in close proximity with you you will never know because it's genetics there's no there's no guarantee that that kid is going to come out looking like you just because you're the dad. I have nothing of my dad's feature. My sister is a spitting image of my dad. And light skin. Both parents are dark. My sister is extremely light skin. My mom and my dad are darker than I am. So it's... If she didn't look exactly like my dad, it was a whole problem. It really was when she, you know, when she was born. But she had his everything. So there's, you cannot tell. The only thing that I can tell is DNA. There's no way to tell. Me, there'll be cause for, there'll be call for action. I mean, cause for action. Like, for example, you mentioned, say, for example, I'm growing up, both of my parents are light skin. Somebody robbed Caro at some point in time. Because you cannot tell me I just came out dark skin. So who robbed Caro here? I'm asking that question. Who robbed Caro? Who changed that color? That could be from your grandparents. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, it's I'm genetics. Three generations down. No. It's I'm, genetics. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm agreeing with you. Yes, it's genetics, right? But the curiosity in me will still go and ask, like, I'll ask myself, why are both parents light skin and I'm dark skin? And then, worst of all, if I'm really dark skin, like, come on now. I've seen dark people instead give birth to albinos and not the other way around. Come on. 
<laughs> I mean, you have a point there, but you know, it's a bit of genetics. You never know until they get here. Mm-hmm. But you also see mannerisms, unless you're not really paying attention. If you really, yeah, it's, not, it's attention, not immediately. It's not immediately obvious. No, it's you not. Until like what six months, one year. Mm-hmm. Even at then too, it's still young, right? They're still. Sometimes it's not up until they're like getting to independent age that you can start picking up some things from kids. But that young, nah. Yeah. Anyways, that's why after reading this book, I just said, "Fear women." Again, you know. They had the kids with. They had the kids with men. So fear No, 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 no. Uh-uh. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I refuse. The tango. It, it sure do, they but in this particular they the by themselves. They, 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 you know what it's They went looking for it. You, no, you start you. You start you. The man that was very close to start you. And he, he was driving like, you. I'm going to do me. I'm yes. here. I'm so, if you want to say fear women, in this sense, that is because Taju was an example like, okay, if we fear, fear men too, because Taju was with this man every day, drove him, took him to places. He's complaining to Taju that like the man knew what he was doing. Taju, the reason, the reason why, the reason why mm. Taju was comfortable doing that was because the women opened the realm for that. If those oh. women, if 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 that woman did not open that bridge for that to happen, it would have never happened again. The apple now is now is now is the woman. The apple now is that is the apple. She was that not could, could, the, could the she man not refuse to eat the apple? But the man can. The man can. <laughs> but you never <laughs> you never know so now. And that's the other money to define you. If if you have feminine energy on Adam, that's all her But she 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 sure did and and, and that's the thing manipulation uh matter of fact she should be jailed because she she manipulated she lied she 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 cut in tongue for somebody else and she lied about it and then man listen it's just so much combined together she should be trialed in court the power oh of a woman but anyways Allah. as usual use what you have to get what you want that's the reality of life you know I guess he concludes with that. <laughs> in this particular life, in this particular life, if possible, don't be the pawn. You know, what I mean, the first person, the front line. Don't be the cadets because the cadets get shot first. If Ooh. you come back, if you come back, it's by it's, it's by luck. Your God was really strong. You know what I mean. But um, anything else you guys want to add to this? I want to be Yashigi when I grow up. <laughs> oh, first wife. You had to use a first wife. Yeah. I need Yashigi to lay hands on me and transfer some of that anointing. Yeah, that, that's, that's, I need, that's I need that. Well, you know what? Well, well, you know, well, you know, well, you know what that comes with, right? You have the powers. You just have to kiss a lot of ass. But would you though? I don't think so. Well, are you talking about me as a person? Yeah, no, I'm talking about you trying to be like her, right? You want her to teach you some things. If she teaches you that thing that she does in this current society that we're in, this day and age, this particular today, like this, will you do it? Why would I not do it? If huh? it's getting, if it's, if it's getting me what I need, 
<laughs> she okay. didn't have to kiss us. I don't yeah. know how. My lord. She just knew how to use her words and when to use it, and you know, she just knew how to stir the ship or the or the head. Stop. Yeah, she knew how to cut the yam. <laughs> there you go. That, that's my next Instagram caption. <laughs> go on. You know what? How are we? You know what? When you guys, you know, I always say when you cut, just don't mistake, just, just don't mistakenly cut your finger in the process. As you're cutting, you know what I'm saying? Just don't mistakenly oh, cut your finger in the process because you can bleed to death. Just saying. That's why you have to be skilled in the act. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. I like this. I like this. But part two coming soon on the skilled in the act. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but for those listening, man, um, if you really want to enjoy this episode i think you should take a crack at reading this book be it the audio version or the book in itself you know shameless plug plug in the book shameless plug and i mean go pick it up read it we can you know call one of us i will borrow a book to you for a fine price you know what i'm saying but it's a very good read um i did really enjoy the read um shed a lot of light on so many different things especially you know living in a polygamous home you know what I mean? Thank God that I never had to experience some shit like that. I don't know how I would have survived, probably helped my mom kill the rest of the other folks. Not really, but really. You know. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> but anyways, man, any other conclusions before we close this recording? It's been a good discussion. Wonderful, wonderful, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Barbara, Mane, Nora, Therese, really appreciate you guys, you know what I mean? For one, actually, you know, reading the book, man, it's, just, it's not easy with, you know, being December, a lot of festivities and everything, you know what I mean? So finding the time to actually sit down and read the book. And then, you know, I know today was a very busy day for most folks. So actually dedicating this few hours to sit down and chat about it. And, you know, despite how, we, you know, um, the book felt, we're still laughing about it some part. You know, some part we might leave here cursing, like, man, what the other person thinks saying that? But it's all love. You know what I mean? It's all love. So hopefully you guys read too and, you know, chime in in the comment section on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, because it will be on there on all the streaming platforms. You know what I mean? So SITM Podcast and PWC Cast or Palm Wine Central Podcast is where these two recordings will go. So um, check them out, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hey, thank you guys again. And we are. Audi. What's the next book? Hey, yeah, what's the next book? I don't know. Oh, so we, went, we went to what? Idaho. We got to Nigeria. We need to find like Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, how about this book?